Welcome to Stuff Electricians Should Know, where I bring you bite-sized bits of useful information, usually in the form of an answer to a question that every electrician should know. Hey, welcome to Stuff Electricians Should Know, the podcast coming to your earbuds right now. You don't have to go to a... uh, theater near you you don't have to wait it's happening right now inside of your ears inside of your brain and uh i'm just excited that uh, get to be here this this week again with you so let's uh let's start off with a few other people that i'm excited to uh to uh be with this week we're going to talk a little we're going to give a few uh uh, Facebook group shout outs this week. We're going to go to David A. Engelhart. He's uh, actually been in the group with us for about two years. Uh, he's actually one of the, one of the very first to join and, uh, he's given some good feedback over the years and I appreciate it, David. Uh, you're a great guy and I appreciate you, uh, being there to support us for the last couple of years. Uh, going to give a shout out to Dallas W. Crater also. Um, joined us about a year ago or so. Grateful for you, Dallas. And then uh, Daniel Rice joined us about a week ago as of the uh, recording of this episode. So lots of uh, lots of great people over there. And why don't we just find one more real quick. Let's give a shout-out to... Let's go with David Manning. David joined us about a year ago. And uh, so grateful to have all of you guys on board. So... At any rate, uh, those are our Facebook shout-outs for the week. Um, grateful for everybody that is in the Facebook group. If you're not in it, then uh, you're not where the cool kids are, so make sure and head over and uh, find the Electrician's Library Facebook group. There's actually a link in uh, on the sidebar of electricianslibrary.com. And then, uh, you know what, I'll probably give you uh, an easier path and just put a link in the show notes and uh, perhaps even in the description of this episode of the podcast. So at any rate, uh, thanks for tuning in. Make sure and head over to electricianslibrary.com and check out Conduit Bending 101 and uh, sign up, see what you think, uh, give me some feedback, and you can also learn how to bend some conduit while you're going through the course. Um, for those of you apprentices out there, this is a great addition to your library, a great resource for you to help you along if you get stuck, if you struggle somewhere. And uh, anybody who maybe doesn't bend conduit all the time is a great refresher. And uh, I'd just love it if you guys would uh, <coughs> head over there and support the project by uh, by signing enrolling for the Conduit 101 course. So let's get into today's uh Let's get into today's glorious, um, glorious content. We're going to talk about um, a few transformer basics. Um, I'm surprised that we're, oh shoot, probably episode 70-ish, somewhere in there, late 60s, you know, maybe 70. I kind of lost track there, <clears throat> but I'm surprised we're this far in and we haven't covered any transformer basics yet. Now, I know we've covered... A few other Transformer Q&A, and so maybe I'll link to those episodes in the podcast as well, but uh, we haven't covered basics. So let's let's cover some Transformer basics, 
And let's start by defining what a single tra phase transformer is. Now, a single phase transformer transforms a higher voltage to a lower voltage and can also transform a lower voltage to a higher voltage. Uh, when they're labeled single phase, it's the same principles as single phase power. Um, of course, as an electrician, even an apprentice, one of the very first things you learn, and so you know that, that single phase power is uh, the power that most people use every day for their lights, their TV, um, vacuum cleaners, etc. So, so yes, you're thinking correctly as you hear the phrase single phase transformer. Now, you need to remember that a single phase power, um, that single phase power is two wire alternating current power circuit. In the U.S., it's typically 120 to 40, but some countries have 230 volts on, on the power wire along with the neutral. <coughs> Excuse me. So single phase, even with the transformer, means that at most there are only two power lines or hots coming into the transformer. Now, because of this, a single phase transformer only needs one primary winding and one secondary winding to transform the voltage. Now, this being a single phase transformer, you can bring 120 volts in or 240 volts in. And you need to remember that even though 240 volts is used, it's two phases. Uh, it's still just considered single phase because it's still just a two wire alternating current power circuit. So what exactly are you going to be powering with the single phase transformer? You're going to be providing power for, you know, low power loads like lights, TVs, vacuum cleaners. You know, we already kind of covered that, but, uh, you know, they're powered using either of the two 120, uh, circuits or, you know, quote unquote higher power loads like water heater, AC compressors, oven rangers, ranges. Um, you know, a lot of these are powered with. Uh, 240 volt circuit, but they're all still considered single phase. So, so let's talk a little bit about how, um, the transformers are constructed. Um, essentially they're, they're, you know, we, we talked about motors last week and how they're pretty simple and transformers are probably even more simple than a, uh, than a motor is, <clears throat> especially for what they accomplish and what they allow us to do on a, on a regular daily basis. So, a single phase transformer is made up of two coils, uh, of wire, one called a primary winding and another called a secondary winding. And in essence, the, the primary coil takes power in, um, or that's considered the line side. And the, uh, the secondary delivers the power after it's been transformed and it's called the load side. And if you're not familiar with the terms line and load, we've got, uh, a, uh, episode that we've done previous to this, <coughs> excuse me, episode that we've done previous to this that uh, explains it pretty well. So we'll link to that in the show notes, uh, show notes as well, so that you can access that, that episode. Um, now the primary and secondary windings and transformers, they don't actually physically come in contact with, with each side of the transformer. Rather, they're both wrapped around a common, um, closed magnetic iron circuit called the core. Now, this soft iron core, it's not solid, but it's typically made up of individual laminations that are connected together to help reduce the core's losses. So if the windings are not physically attached to each other, then how the heck do they transfer and transform the power? Well, while it's true that the two coil windings are isolated from each other, 
they are magnetically linked through the common core around which they're wound. So this allows electrical power to be transferred from one coil to the other. So let's just talk for a second about how they work then. Um, if, if the windings are not physically connected, then how does a transformer actually work? Now this is where it seems like it may be a little bit of magic. And uh, it's pretty simple, but a pretty cool process that a transformer operates on the principle of electromagnetic induction. And in this form of what's called mutual induction. Mutual induction is the process by which a coil of wire magnetically induces a voltage into another coil located in close proximity to it. So then we can say the transformers work um, by magnetic, magnetic domain and transformers get their name from the fact that they transform one voltage or current level into another. So basically what happens is that when the electric current passes through the primary windings, a magnetic field develops around the windings. And you need to remember that the job of the primary winding of a transformer is to be connected to the input voltage supply, and then it converts or transforms the electrical power into a magnetic field. Now, because of the positioning of the windings in relation to each other, the magnetic field doesn't just stay around the primary winding, but it encompasses the secondary winding as well. And when the magnetic field engulfs the secondary winding, it induces a voltage into the secondary winding. Now remember that the job of the secondary winding is to convert the alternating magnetic field coming from the primary winding into back into electrical power that produces the required output voltage. So hopefully uh, this was kind of a mouthful. Hopefully it wasn't too confusing. And this is another one of those subjects that we're going to get a, a course up ASAP so that uh, we give a little greater understanding to those of you that might be struggling with this principle and and uh, not quite totally understanding uh, how exactly it works. But hopefully hopefully this helps you, uh, help you out a little bit, understand the principles of, of a single-phase transformer and, and kind of the basics of how they work. So if you, uh, if you know somebody who needs to hear this, go ahead and pass it along. Tag them in the Instagram post, share it on Facebook. Let everybody know that... Uh, that you're trying to be um, the best that you can be as the electrician, not just an electrician, as we talked about in the past. And uh, just hope that uh, hope this has helped uh, helped you out in some way or another. So make sure and head over and check out the Conduit Bending 101 course. Make sure and uh, enroll and uh, give me some feedback. Tell me what you think and uh, go ahead and share it with others as well. So thanks again for tuning in. And as you finish out the week, I hope you stay safe. I hope you stay happy, but most of all, I hope you stay grounded.